Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and as always, it's just an honor and a pleasure to be with you this Thursday evening. You know, um, and then of course, this video will also be posted on Facebook, which, you know, many people wonder, you know, how they can get a hold of all my videos. And sure, you could hit the Facebook tab, but you could also go on my YouTube channel and all my videos are there in one place, just for those of you who never knew that or you're not sure. So the title of this broadcast tonight is Stop Struggling and Start Believing. And I see you guys jumping on, so welcome, welcome. I, it's always, I just love, I love being with you guys and I love going back and reading all the comments later and I love hearing how, you know, how the broadcast blessed you, what you took away from it and even what other things you might want to know about. So anyway, with stop struggling and start believing. You know, a lot of times I talk to you about even things that might be going on in my own life or, you know, experiences that I've had, but I don't um, speak to you, how do I say this? I don't speak to you to teach you based on my experiences, but on the word of God you know, that maybe relates to an experience. Okay, I hope that makes sense. And so the Lord was really bringing me back this week to, again, about faith. Faith, why? Because faith is literally, literally a force. Faith is a force. I think sometimes, you know, we read things or we're reading the word and we hear so much, you know, faith, have faith, have faith and this and that. And a lot of people will say, well, I had faith, faith for this, but it didn't work. No, you really didn't. Or you didn't stand long enough. The enemy somehow was able to move you off of the faith that you maybe had. So, you know, and, and this is a way to gauge it too. Okay. These, this isn't, my words, this is the words of, this is the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, right? Faith comes by hearing and it's a spiritual law that you'll have what you say when you believe what you say. Well, what is believing? It's faith. It's what do you have faith in? What do you believe for real? You know, many of you know that a few years back, I tore my rotator cuff, my shoulder, and I put up with it for eight months. And I word it like that because just truth be told, I went through 24 rounds of physical therapy. I knew that was not going to heal me. As a matter of fact, I would be in there listening to the word of God or listening to uh, like Smith Willsworth or something, you know, with, with and, and, and literally going through this. And doing these exercising and not being able to lift my arm, ugh, like past my lower back, right? And then saying, oh, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me that, that I just don't have the faith where, where I need to right now. Forgive me, Lord. And I'm telling you, I would wake up in the morning and I would just, you know, sense the presence of God. I knew he was right there. And it was like, you know, the Holy Spirit just hovering over me, even though, remember, he's in you, he's with you, he's for you, he's with you, and he's in you, right? And I, I'm telling you this, that the presence of the Lord would be so strong and the Holy Spirit would be, you know, saying to me, how long are you going to put up with this? And I would be like, ah, oh, you're right, Lord. Ah. Oh. 
And then I would go to put a shirt on and I'd be looking in the mirror and I'd be like, oh Lord, forgive me, but I know it's going to be a suddenly. I know that, that I am going to take my healing and it's going to be a suddenly. And you know what? Eight months later, that is exactly what happened. But I came to a point where I was ready to receive because God's word is true. God's word is true. And when something doesn't happen the way we think it should have, or when we think it should have, or then we just give up, listen, that's not God's fault. God's word is true. Everything Jesus spoke was true, right? Everything, everything in the word of God, it's truth. You can't change truth based on your experiences. I knew that it was me. I knew that I was the one holding up the healing, right? Meanwhile, I'd be praying for other people, bam, they would get healed. I'd see it. And then it was like, man, but here's the thing. I remember saying to the Lord one day, you know, he was just showing me about healing and, you know, reading in the gospels about Jesus, just boom, with a word, boom, and they were healed, boom, instantly. And I remember reading this and then just kind of pondering, right? You meditate on the word of God, you ponder it, you, you're thinking about it, you're asking him, you're communicating with him. And I was like, wow, Lord, I was like, that's simple, huh? And he said, yeah, what can you believe me for? And I was like, wow, truth, right? What can you believe God for? Faith is literally, it's a substance, it's a force. It's literally a fourth. It pulls like gravity. You know, I, I have a video that I did um, a while back called Faith Pulls Like Gravity. If you haven't seen it, you may want to. But here's the thing. If you really believe God, because I'm telling you, we could get pulled in so many directions every single day if we keep our eyes on the world and not on the Lord, right? Love God, love people. If you get your eyes on the things of the world and you forget God's word, I'm telling you the enemy will come in and move you off of faith that you thought you had and he'll have a heyday with you and it won't be God's fault. Just saying, right? Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. Okay, when you really and truly are believing in God and trusting him, right? You're going to have a rest, a confidence when you really and listen, you'll know whether you're really trusting him or not because pay attention to peace. Do you have peace? Are you at rest? Or is your mind going like a million miles an hour? Is your heart like, do you feel like you have anxiety and you have fear? And you know what? Repent for that partnership with fear. Get back to God's word. Say, Lord, help me. Help me. Help me to, to trust, to believe. Show me what I need to do. What you need to do is you need to get in the word. You know, I posted this, I think a week ago, um, low word, low faith, much word, much faith. That's the truth. When you are in God's word and you are just filling yourself up with it, just like you would eat a hearty meal, right? You need to be spiritually filling yourself with the word every day. You have to in some capacity. Listen, you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours, even if you're just thinking about something maybe that you read the day before. If you're meditating on it, if you're pondering it, you're still feeding on the word. You may be asking the Lord for revelation, right? To give you that revealed knowledge from heaven, that's revelation. So there are so many promises in God's word. And when you're really trusting him and you, you are putting your, your confidence in him, 
you're going to be at rest. You know what? I, I just take an inventory about the different areas of your life, your health. This is just coming to me now. Thank you, Lord. Take inventory of the different areas, your health, your relationships, your finances, even, you know, things that maybe you want to do, things that you're thinking about, right? But, okay, I'm really just sensing like primarily health and relationships and even finances. And what I'm, what I'm trying to say here is take inventory of where, where maybe you're not having peace, maybe where you're feeling anxiety or, um, you know, maybe you have a decision to make and you're just not sure which way to go. I'm telling you the best thing to do is get alone with the Lord. You know, some of you know that, you know, even with the family um, stuff that I've been going through for the past, you know, month, month and a half, you know, um, the Lord's showing me some things, even that where I need to just stay in peace. And he will even show you the timing of things. Like you may want to do something, but the Lord's saying, not yet. He's not saying no. It's just like you might need to hold on to something and maybe it's not the right time yet, you know, to do something or to speak to a person about a situation or something. And if it's relationship with someone, you know, in your own home, like a spouse or something, you know what? Get alone with the Lord. Lord, what do I need to do? And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and he may not want you to wait on that one. You need to go and make that right, whatever that looks like, right? So, um, okay. My whole point about that is though, when you get alone with God and say, okay, Lord, think about how Jesus, right? Love God, love people. So whatever you're thinking, maybe you've had an argument with someone or maybe you're, you know, just struggling in a relationship. Okay. What would Jesus do if that were him in that relationship? He's love. What would he do? Listen, I'm not saying get trampled on. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that, you know, maybe you're not seeing something from somebody else's point of view. Maybe they're not seeing your point of view. Sometimes you do need to just step back, you know, for a day or something and just, you know, I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm all over the place. I'm just really trying to help, you know, um, with some different scenarios. But the whole point is get with the Lord and say, Lord, what would you have me to do? What would you do? Help me to do what you would do because I want to do it your way. And let me tell you something. When you do that, you are coming from a pure heart and God will give you wisdom. Basically, you're asking God for wisdom. If you're just saying, Lord, show me what to do, that's asking God for wisdom. You don't need to use, you know, biblical terms, if you will. You know, we hear like, well, the word says, whoops, the word says, you know, this or that. You don't, when you talk to God, talk to God like you would talk to God. You don't have to use thou is therest, you know, and all that. Just talk to him like you would talk to your, like, you know, a really great father, you know, whether you've had a great father or not. You know, God is your wonderful heavenly father and he he loves you and he wants to show you and direct you and guide you. That's why if you've made Jesus your Lord, he's given you his Holy Spirit, right? The spirit of Jesus living in you to guide you, to direct you. 
but you need to know the word of God because if you don't, then the devil can come like an angel of light and there's a way that seems right to a man that leads to death. That's not right. <laughs> and that's called deception, right? So you, you're not going to be deceived if you get into the word of God, find out what it says on whatever that situation is. But listen, the bottom line, Jesus gave you two commandments, love God, love people, right? Well, you can only love God if you understand how much he loves you. And how do you know he loves you? Because he sent Jesus, his only son, to die for you. And if you were the only person on the earth, he still would have done it. He did it while we were crazy sinners. Like he did not have to do this. And he did it for the world. The problem is that the world, not everybody, you know, receives him. Not everybody wants him. You know, so many people are stuck in their own junk, right? And they, you know, I was thinking about this today. I open my mouth, the Lord fills it, right? Praise God. And I do have notes, but the Holy Spirit wants to say certain things. And I was thinking today about how, how do people do it in this life without the Lord? Oh my gosh. Talk about a life with no peace right? The hamster wheel, comparisons with everybody, right? Gotta be, you know, something or the poor me syndrome, like I'm not good enough. I stink, you know, this and that. No. How do people do it? And then not knowing how to fight when the enemy shows up with a sickness or, or the sick, sickness, you know, hits your kid or something and you don't know what to do. Oh my gosh. <sighs> how do people do it? How do people do it that don't have the Lord, right? You know something? But that's why God has chosen. Listen, that's why I want to finish my sentence. That's why God chose you and me for this time and placed his Holy Spirit on the inside of you and me. Why? So we can help to deliver people, to bring them back to the Lord, to show them how to use their authority, how to fight. I have learned so much about Faith literally being a force, literally being a force. You know, it's like you don't, you know, you can't physically see it. You can't physically feel it, but it is, it is, it is everything. And it will accomplish what it was, you know, what, what your intentions are, what you truly believe and speak. If it's according to God's word, right? Jesus said, you can ask me anything, anything in my name and I will do it. But what did he say before that? You need to believe. You need to believe in him. You know, the disciples asked Jesus in John 14, 14, you know, what do we need to do to work the works of God? And you know what Jesus's answer to them was? He said, believe on the one who sent him, right? Believe on the one whom God sent. This is the work of God. So guess what? If you love God and you love people, right? And you learn these things that Jesus told us. You've got to read the Gospels and, and know what Jesus said is available to you. And you know, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just very, very passionate because I want you to know these things so that you can stop struggling, right? And start believing and seeing what you're praying for. You know, I read a comment yesterday from someone and she said something like, you know, I have to wear glasses and contacts and you know, I was believing, I was believing. That's not what Jesus said to do. 
Jesus said, when you pray, believe that you have received what you asked for and then you'll have it, right? So when someone, listen, when it came to my shoulder, I'm just being transparent. Listen, I had faith to see other people healed. I was having a problem with myself. And I know because I, I, that's happened to me several times in the past, right? Where I'm just like, but yet when I've, the times, a couple times I'd gotten like a sty in my eye and I was like, oh, oh, heck no. And I got in front of the mirror and I was like, in the name of Jesus. And I just, bam, I just blasted that thing. And like by the next morning, it was completely gone. Remember, you've got to give it time too. Faith is a force. It's literally a substance and it, but you have to give it time. Just like with the fig tree, Jesus spoke to the fig tree and immediately it's in motion, right? God has given us his word. He's given us his name. He's given us his spirit. He's given us authority over all the power of the enemy. Jesus said in Luke 10, 19, and nothing shall by any means harm you when you use the authority that he's given you, right? And then we also have the new covenant, right? We live in the new covenant. That's why we have the Holy Spirit in us today. Christ, Jesus was on the earth to reveal God to people. He manifested God's glory everywhere he went, right? And Jesus, and Jesus said, it's the Father in me that does the works. Well, now God has sent Christ in you and the Father is in him, right? The Holy Spirit, it's the three in one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in you, in me as believers. And we have a hard time wrapping our head sometimes around um, that we really have all this power in us and it's not our own power, it's the power of God in us. But we, you have so much power in you. You know, you hear it all the time. The same, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. The same power, right, is in and upon you. But why is it that we look at a person struggling with sickness and we think that we can't help them? That's a lie from the enemy. The devil's whispering going, get your eyes off of the person and onto the one in you and the authority that he's given you, mm, right? That's how you use that authority. Okay, and <laughs> the key is believing. Believe, believe, believe. You know, when we take our eyes off of Jesus, what did Peter do? He took his eyes off of Jesus and he began to sink, right? But while he had his eyes on Jesus, man was walking on the water. Peter walked on the water and he was as human as you and me. And Jesus hadn't, you know, even gone to the cross at that point. So Peter didn't even have the Holy Spirit in him. He did have Jesus, you know, right there with him. But the point is, we keep our eyes on Jesus, you won't sink, right? You won't fail if you keep your eyes on him. Isaiah 26, 3 says that God will keep you in perfect peace when you keep your mind stayed on him. I'm saying your mind, your eyes, right? Your heart. If you, if you are going through any kind of, um, anxiety right now, stop, just get still and say, Lord, I repent for having come into agreement with the devil. Listen, the only way the enemy can wreak havoc on you if, is if there's any 
agreement whatsoever. How do, how, do I have proof of this? Yes. John 14, 30 and 31 in the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, Jesus said, I will not talk with you much longer because the ruler of this world, Satan, is coming. The ruler of this world, okay, of this world, not the people who belong to God. Because all authority, right? Well, actually, after Jesus went to the cross, he said, all authority has been given to him in heaven and on earth. But Jesus said, listen, the, think about it. The people who are of the world and not of the kingdom of God, Satan is their ruler, right? Total agreement with him. They live by their five senses. They don't want to hear about the things of God. They don't know the things of God. They think that, well, they're deceived and they're blinded and... Anyway, so when there's agreement with the enemy, he can totally wreak havoc on your life. So if you're going through something right now, just stop, get still, and just say, Lord, Lord, I'm sorry that I came into agreement with the enemy. I took my eyes off of you, right? That's, listen, that's with the word of God. He'll keep you in perfect peace when your mind is stayed on him. Do we all take our eyes off of him at sometimes? Uh, yeah, truth be told, of course. We shouldn't though. We, we can get to a place where we don't have to. Maybe I shouldn't say all. I know I haven't arrived yet, but I'm working on it, right? But, you know, we get thrown things at us every day. Well, we need to just, all I'm saying is pay attention. If you're feeling like you're feeling anxiety or fear about something right now, just get still and say, Lord, I'm sorry that I came into agreement with the enemy. I took my eyes off of you and I partnered with this fear. Lord, I'm sorry right now, and I command, <clears throat> you have the power to bind and loose, and I command that spirit, that unclean spirit of fear and anxiety, get out now. You leave me now in Jesus' name, but don't stop there. And then you say, I speak the peace of Jesus Christ to my heart and mind right now to overflowing in Jesus' name. I am telling you, that right there, you will feel that spirit of heaviness, that spirit of fear, anxiety, bam, out. You don't need, you don't need medication, you need the word of God. You don't need anxiety pills, just do that and get in the word and get still. And when you don't know what to do, Lord, what do I need to do? Show me what to do right now and believe. Make sure that everything that you do is coming from a motive of love love towards God and people, okay? This is so important. You've got to keep your, your heart pure, right? You've got to keep your heart pure because then there's no agreement with the enemy. Keep your heart pure toward God and make sure that everything you do is with a pure motive of love. You know, this is not even where I was going tonight with my notes, but again, when I yield to the Holy Spirit, he can have his way. And so I really pray that um, all I know it's helping. I know it's helping you because if any of you are struggling with anxiety or were, not are, were, you just know how to got rid of it. You just knew, you just know how to, I am bumbling and stumbling over my words. You see that? So for those of you who want to make Facebook uh, lives or YouTube or whatever, it does not have to be perfect, right? I bumble and stumble over my words all the time. I crack up at myself. Hey, you know what? Ain't none of us perfect. He's perfect. You like that? Ain't none of us perfect. Anyway, so, okay. 
And remember, wow, we're just about out of time. Glory to God. Remember Ephesians 6. Put on the whole armor of God so that when the enemy rears his ugly head, you know how to fight and you know how to stand. Okay? This is crucial. You need to know these things. And Ephesians 6.16 in particular, take up your shield of faith. Remember, it's a force. Faith is literally a force like gravity. Take up your shield of faith because that is what will stop every fiery dart of the enemy in its tracks. Mm, Praise God. Yay. So I'm just trying to think what else, what else, what else? Okay. And remember too, it takes effort to build faith. Oh, my friend Krista's watching. Oh, God bless you too, Krista. God bless all of you. I'm so glad you're here tonight. Remember, it takes effort to build faith. It doesn't, it's not just going to come naturally. Faith comes by hearing, right? You got to hear and hear and hear and hear. And listen, you don't have to read so, so much, but you could read a paragraph, you know, or a couple paragraphs, maybe um, just a chapter. You don't have to read a whole book of the Bible, but maybe just a chapter, get an easy to read Bible and read it out loud because this way you'll hear yourself saying it and that's powerful you know because your words affect the speech you know or how do they say that your speech center of your brain is so your your speech in the center of your brain it's so powerful and when you hear yourself speaking it will get into your heart it will get into it'll you'll become rooted and grounded you know smith wigglesworth he's amazing right he was amazing he used to read the New Testament out loud two hours a day. Yeah, that's powerful. So some of you may not have known that. And if you know who Smith Wigglesworth is, I think there were like 23 people raised from the dead in his ministry. And man, that's awesome, right? So, and listen, same Holy Spirit. You and I have the same Holy Spirit. We got to wrap our heads around the truth of what Jesus told us that we could do. John 14, 12, he said, truly, I say to you, those who believe in me, you'll do the same works that I do and even greater works. Why? Because I go to be with my father. And guess what? Now the father has sent the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, that's Galatians 4, 6, into every believer. Glory to God. So we're just about out of time. Listen, if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life and you want to do that right now, I don't want anybody to be left out. You can do that right now. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. And remember, if you're already born again, you're a saint. The Bible says you're a saint. You're no longer a sinner. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. And I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I know that God the Father raised you on the third day. You're alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Teach me your ways and help me to be on fire for you. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit and let me be an effective witness for you in all the earth. Lord, I just thank you and I praise you and I receive you now. In your holy name, Lord Jesus, amen and amen. Welcome to the family of God. You are amazing. And don't forget, you know, believe the words of Jesus and stop struggling. 
and you know I just went through you can rewind if you're if you're stuck in any kind of fear anxiety anything get still rewind this video because I showed you exactly what to do to get rid of it immediately immediately doesn't have to be tomorrow it doesn't have to be tonight you don't have to take a ton of you know medications no you can handle it okay with the word of god the most powerful force in the universe remember last thing i want to say hebrews 4:12 the word of god is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword it pierces right it pierces even to the joints the marrow and it will reveal the intentions of your heart so anyway with that I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for watching tonight. Make sure that you share this. Sorry, I was getting a call. Make sure that you share this with others and let's advance the kingdom of God together. I love you. I bless you. And I'll see you next time on The Victorious Life. Thanks for watching. God bless you.